right about now. Let's go. Red, red wine, you make me feel so fine. You keep me rocking all of the time. KRS Radio presents Comedy Comedy Chat, where we discuss comedy topics with comedians known and unknown. Laugh and learn. They must not know just who this is. About what we go through to make it in this industry. It's live. It's live. It's funny. It's funny. And real. Red, red wine, you make me feel so fine. Yeah, that's that shit. that time. Hey, 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 world. It's your girl, Danny Redwine. It is a beautiful Friday, 12 o'clock here where I am on the in the Midwest. It is the middle of the month already. I can't even believe we are in the middle of April already. It is just time is just flying. I know my mother used to tell me all the time that when you're younger, time goes by a lot faster. Never made sense to me because I felt like a month, felt like three months. But now it's like these these years feel like months. It's just going by crazy. I've got a great, great, great show for y'all today. Very excited to speak with the guests that we have coming in. But I just kind of want to talk about the world and everything that's going on for a minute. We have a lot, a lot, a lot of negative energy going on in the world. I just really want people to start spreading love a lot more. You don't even have to do that much. You know, it's it's really it's really not as hard as we make it out to be. You know, just giving somebody a compliment, opening up a door for somebody, um, you know, smiling. You know, you don't get people to smile anymore. You know, it's just we have so much negative stuff going on. I think that it is time for us to start changing our behavior um, towards people. If you if you give off that negative energy, you're not smiling, you're not being you know, positive and, and saying affirmations and nice things to people, then I think that's all you're going to get. You're going to get negative energy. Negative energy is going to come to you, and you're not going to get nobody to give you no compliment. Ain't nobody going to tell you you're fine, and you're walking around with a with a smirk on your face or a scrowl on your face. You really have to adopt a different attitude every day that you get up in the morning. When you wake up after thanking God or whoever it is you praise for waking you up, then you proceed that day with a good, positive attitude. And, and, and that's what we're going to do today. That's, that's exactly what we're going to do today and moving forward. And I just think people need to do a little more. So um, with that being said, you know, I am <clears throat> bringing in um, local comedians. I'm bringing in comedians from other cities. I'm bringing comedians from um I'm trying to get some comedians from the Caribbean to tap into the show so that we can interview other comedians that are outside of the United States just to see what their culture is like. Because I'm learning that everywhere, um, everywhere is uh, different. You know, they use different words. They use different languages. Um, and you just never know if you're going into that culture um you don't know what they what might they might take offense to. You don't know if some of the words that you use is um, you know offensive to them. You know I feel like when you go to other countries and you go and see other people, you know it's kind of like your duty to do your homework. You know wherever you go, you're not going to go to 
you know, to uh, Jamaica and use a whole bunch of um, words that you haven't researched that can be derogatory um, in that country just because you don't want anything to, you don't want anything to interrupt that. Um, what you do is you just Google it. Google has everything. Google is like the best of everything. So you just have to have a great attitude and, you know, check out where you're going. Make sure that you are not offending anybody. Um, and, yeah, so with that, you know, I I would love to come to the Caribbean. If anybody got like a, a guest house or a, or a, 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 a some kind of a cabin or something, hey, just, you know, send your girl a DM, some kind of shout out, send me something. Um, and let me know, you know, let me know. I would really like to get people to um, accept others um, just because I'm, you know, we, we never know what's really going to go on. So um, with that, I just got a message from my guest um, that he is having a hard time um, getting on to the show. So um, I am going to um, play a song real quick just to um, correspond with him. And uh, we're going to go to this new song by an independent artist. His name is uh, Malik Jordan. You can check him on all platforms. And um, I'm going to come right back with our guest. All right. I'm here for a reason, man. I got to be. Dodged death so many times, shit, I gotta be I'm thanking God, I'm obviously a prodigy yeah. He let me read uh, another day yeah. to fulfill uh, my prophecy Almost died a few times, been shot at, consumed lies Been brutalized and scrutinized, was boxed in like two times No shot till I grew wise and looked back with new eyes My young years just flew by, a grown man with two lives left But life ain't no game, no Niggas in the hood, killing niggas off say so You breaking gang codes, niggas die over pesos I just lay low with my girl, A, I made that one pesos Wanna make it like a night or day, I like I had changed clothes These actors do the same shit, playing the same roles You hating on another COVID symptoms, your taste po I do it for the love of it, like curry and clay show I'm here for a reason, man, I gotta be Dodged death so many times, shit, I gotta be I'm thanking God, I'm obviously a prodigy He let me breathe another day, Tell my prophecy. I'm here for a reason, man. I gotta be. Dodged death so many times, shit. I gotta be. I'm thanking God. I'm obviously a prodigy. He let me breathe another day to fulfill my prophecy. Walked away from accidents that probably should have took my life. Walked away from magnum tips that probably would have been on my eye. I know I'm not invincible, no army man. I'm 27. How much more pain can a body stand? Yeah, I've made a lot of plans. And I'll see to him, no retreat to him, complete doing, put heat to him like seafood. But at the same time, I keep cooling and dream lucid, no peak to him. I teach students and keep doing what I dream of. Envisioning my feet up with a million on my visa. Chilling in visa, controlling all the lethal. Times when I struggle. Never needing any features Preach to the niggas that don't need to Take heed to the kingdom See leaders, you can be them See anybody struggling for guidance, you can lead them Anybody trying to break the chains, I bet you'll free them Was raining when I came and now we in a different season I'm here for a reason, man, I gotta be Dodged death so many times, shit, I gotta be I'm thanking God, I'm obviously a prodigy He let me breathe another day to fulfill my prophecy I'm here for a reason, man, I gotta be 
dodge death so many times, shit, I gotta be. I'm thinking God, I'm obviously a prodigy. He let me breathe another day to fulfill my prophecy. I messed that one up. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that, y'all. But, yeah, we are waiting still for our guests to show up, and that's fine. I figure I would just sit here and kind of talk stuff up until he makes it into the studio today. You know, he has a very um, unique name. And, you know, I get lots of questions about, you know, my name being a stage name because a lot of comedians get on, um, they get on stage and they adopt, you know, some type of a nickname or um, they don't always use their real name um, when they're doing things on shows. You know, sometimes even actors and actresses will, you know, kind of change up their name in order to um, gain attention either from that name or just be an opposite of the name that they were given at birth, you know. So it's not uncommon. Um, a lot of people do it. And um, I was born Danielle Redwine. Redwine is my real last name. Um, I adopted Danny as a nickname just because everybody calls me Danny. You know, it's just it's just a short way of saying uh, Danielle. Um, so if you call me Danielle, I, I know you ain't family. I know you are probably somebody that is going to either give me a check or <laughs> uh, cuss me out because I put too much sage in the dressing. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's something, it would be along that line. But for the most part, Everybody else call me Danny. Um, I have um, been born and raised in the in the United States here in Michigan, and um, my name was always, you know, unique, you know, in regards to you hear people that have the last name White or Brown or, you know, something like that. So I'm glad that my name is Danny Redwine. Um, I love the name Redwine. A lot of people say, you know, is that name like a French name, Indian name, or where did you get that name from? I always kind of tell people it's not um, it's not a name that was given, you know, it's not a real name. Actually, back in the days, you know, our ancestors, you know, when they came over here as slaves, they inherited the last name of their masters or their the slave owners. The slave owners would change their name to whatever their name was in order to acclimate them into the system or being part of the um being part of the the, the uh, their their workforce um so you know with that being said you know this red wine is an actual slave name um so you know i mean it's it's cool but you know it's it's the history on it is kind of messed up um but, yeah, there's nothing that I can do about that. You know what I mean? So um, I'm still having complications getting my, my guests um, on the show. But we're we're just going to keep it rolling because usually I have my, my guests on by now. 
um, and I'm having trouble getting him into the studio, so I'm going to be patient um, in regards to, you know, getting him on on the show. Um, I did play a song, kind of just waiting around to see what I'm going to hear. I may end up having to play another song just in case I get some different direction, because I do want you to have him on the show. I do want you guys to meet um, the guest that I have on today because he is very funny and he is making a lot of moves for the short amount of time that he has been on the stage. So I'm really curious to see, um, you know, how how things play out. Um, I gave him a couple more suggestions, but I think what I'm going to do is play um, another song and um, try to see if I can't make another attempt to get him on. But I don't want to just leave y'all hanging. I want to give y'all you know, some heat in between me trying to get on. So let me go ahead and do that, and uh, we will be right back. Stop on. In the young. and a and a Always the best. It's up, mob. Always. Do the job. Flag the flag. Yeah, fly the flag. of mercy. People. Say my name a little louder. I love my name to rip up the clouder. Three, three times for me on the clouder. Shabba, shabba, shabba. Oh man, say that little little louder. I love my name to rip up the clouder. Three, three times for me on the clouder. Shabba, shabba, shabba. Hey, I love my name. Come to my name. Call out my name. Call out my name. Now stop and tell the priest. All of them say your body want shabba, not the same. People, I love my name. Come to my name. Call out my name. Call out my name. Now stop and tell the priest. All of them say your I'm in the mid need a two cold place, turn on believer, he's a believer, come call the paper, follow the procedure, me no rocking but follow the leader, it does not jump off a fool them shoulder, chop off them head with me cleaver, from Jamaica right back to Geneva, shabba ranking a two cold place, shabba Look at it straight, you can never put my click, boy, I'll take it with a drop, tick-tock, 20, rolling, 
part. Must round back up in the cockpit, spit toxic. Always give it hot part. Give me time until it's fixed, fixed, fixed. And he really wanna flop, boy. So much jury looking priceless out here. A lot of rap looking lifeless out here. Kill him till they say it's trifling out here. Hey, little dog, you know who the nicest out here? Bite those best I get lower when you hear the shot, boss. Every time I come, you know I'm body full. Godfather with it while I learn a little rookie. And I'm digging in your shorty, though. No, no, love us. I see logo on a hoodie. Yeah, see it home, blow my. Bram, bram, bram. Let it go, you already know what's really goody. Goody, goody. Kill it like I'm some kind of cancer. Bag it. I don't understand why I feel like they have to ask you the God is when you know what's the answer. Uh-huh. Joe Cole, till they be calling me strangler. Hundred million dollars safe behind the plasma. Okay, pop up with it till they spread and propaganda. Uh-huh. I'm in a tech talk and we pop your man up on my shop. Shove a wank on my shop. Shove a wank. so much money, it's like I just rob a bank. Shove a wank. Shove a wank. Thank you. 
And we are back. Um, so yes, we are back. It is Friday. It is going to be a beautiful weekend. I know here in the States we are actually having a little bit of global warming. Over in the Caribbean, you guys have warming all the time, you lucky people. So we are slightly hating on the low because, you know, we we get these cold seasons and our cold seasons last a lot longer than the actual, you know, then the actual season should should last. We should have about maybe maybe two or three months of winter. We probably get about six, seven months of cold weather. So, you know, it's it's hard on us. And I think that probably attributes to why, you know, we walk around here with attitudes all the time because, you know, we we really need to get out here and have fun all the time. You know, I know God don't make no mistakes, but I think it should have been a little bit warmer in certain parts of the state, but, you know, <laughs> I can't do nothing about that. But anyhow, so as we are still waiting on our guests to get in here, figure I would just take this opportunity to let you know a little bit about me. I did tell you about my name. It is real. Uh, Danny Redwine, you know, my mom was actually going to name me Brandy. Brandy Redwine. Now, ain't that something? <laughs> I don't know if I would be on the radio show talking to y'all if I turned out to be Danny, uh, Brandy Redwine, but y'all got Danny Redwine. So, I actually started comedy. I just celebrated my ninth year, uh, will be my ninth year in comedy. Uh, last month, I celebrated my nine-year anniversary, and um, I got into comedy because of breast cancer. You know, um, when I got diagnosed with uh, ductal carcinoma back in uh, 2012, I created a um, like a bucket list, so to speak. If, if, well, if you want to call it a bucket list or the things that you want to do before you actually leave uh, this place, um, I created a list and a lot of stuff on the list I couldn't do. You know, I wanted to jump out of an airplane, couldn't do that, um, couldn't uh, get on a cruise because I was going through therapy and uh, physical therapy at the time and the reconstruction process was starting. And I also could not, what was the other thing I want to do? Ride a horse wanted to ride a horse, basically kind of conquer a lot of the things that I was afraid to do. Never rode a horse, wanted to do that too. So put that on my list. And then the other thing was stand-up comedy. Now, that was really the only thing that I had um, that, that, was, that I could actually do, you know, here. And, you know, where I live, there's a lot of um, what you call open mics. And those open mics is where you go to kind of exercise. You know, the, the open mic to a comedian is like uh, the gym you know, for you. That's where we go and we, we practice out practice out our jokes, try new material, just to see where we need to as comedians, tweak a joke, tweak a punch, move the joke here, move the punchline there. That's what our open mics are for. So I've been in now for about nine years and um I really have seen a lot of um growth as far as myself, but but also for the community of comedy altogether, it has kind of flourished. Um, everybody, everybody wants to do comedy now. Um, and, and that's fine. There's room for a lot of us. Um, but, you know, some people last for a few years and some people don't. I can safely say that since I've been doing it, um, I started out doing it with people that I don't even see on stage anymore, you know. So for some, some people, it's a season. And for other people, they get bit by the bug and they make it a part of their life and, you know, go into the proper channels that that they like to do. You know, if, even if it's just like make a run, 
um, an Iran for a comedian is when you go to another um, state or city and you hit all of their rooms, you know, kind of getting, getting, getting yourself a little bit um, kind of saturated or, or, or diving yourself or submerging yourself in the field, you know, is kind of getting out there and going to other cities, getting yourself in front of different audiences. Nobody wants to, you know, be a comedian and not be able to grow and be diverse. You know, you're going to, sometimes you're going to go in rooms where the demographics are what you have never dealt with. You know, I've, I've gone into rooms where there's been older people and, you know, my jokes didn't, all of my jokes didn't hit with that audience. So, there's different strokes for different folks, but now that I'm nine years in, I get other comedians that come up to me and ask me for advice, and I don't always have advice for them um, because I, I'm still learning. You know, I'm in it for nine years, but I'm still learning. Um, there is just no end to learning in this field. So I I don't feel like I should be advising anyone when I'm still learning. So my best advice, which is my only advice, is the the, the stage is your best teacher. And it is, you know, you walk away from the stage knowing where you made mistakes. You walk away from, um, you walk away from the stage and you know where you should have put your punchline, um, where you may have reconstructed your joke on the spot, because I've done that before. You get up there, you start to tell your joke and you end up not saying it verbatim the way that you originally uh, wrote it. Um, so that actually happens on stage. It happens a lot. It happens a lot to comedians because they know the basis of their joke, but it might be told sometimes in a different way than it was before. And that's just because as comedians, you figure out what works for you and for that joke. So with that being said, you know, a lot of people are in it now, but it is not something that is easy to do. It, it We, we kind of make it look easy, but it's not easy to do. It's not easy to get up in front of a crowd of people that don't know who you are and, you know, get them to receive you and uh, like you as a person and for your individual personality. So, so yeah, so that, with that, I'm, I'm still, uh, still learning and I'm, I still plan on doing comedy. I think comedy is just going to be part of my life for the rest of my life and I'm okay with it. You know, I didn't always know that I would be a comedian, but I know that I've always been a fan of comedy and growing up on, you know, comedians like uh, Eddie Murphy, um, uh, Damon Wayans, um, Whoopi Goldberg, you know, because these were comedians I grew up on, um, Robin Harris, um, watching those comedians and listening to those comedians. Uh, really inspires people like me to uh, keep it going, you know, because they were doing comedy way before they became famous, and um, they paid their dues. They got they got their feet wet. They traveled around. They went to different audiences and got different responses. So, but um, other than that, you know, I, I I I'm just comedy is is me. That's that's who I am. You know. I, I think people react differently when I tell them I'm a comedian because, you know, if you look at me, you don't know. You don't always know that um, this is what you're going to end up doing. It, it's, that's just the way it is. But, you know, once you get the bit by the bug, once that bug gets bit, hey, so I'm I'm not, I'm not even going to hold y'all up. 
but I think my guest is trying to get in, and I am going to play another song. We got this young lady that was here not too long ago. Um, her name was Serena Monet. She's got a song. Um, should I play that? I don't know if I should play that one. I think that song might not be long enough for me to play, honestly. <laughs> I'm trying to buy some time so that I can get my guests on to the show. So what I'm going to do is play one more for you. This is going to be Shadow Ranks and Bouju Bantan.
Yes, and that was uh, Shaba and Buju, two of my favorites. Now, you know, I'm learning a lot about the the, the Caribbean um, artists, which, you know, I, I, I love me some reggae. Been listening to reggae pretty much all my life. You know, even the old school. I grew up on Bob, so I know a lot of the Marley stuff. But I literally have um, – I literally have, like, other artists that I'm learning about. Like, there's so there's there's so much reggae, just like there's so much rap. So I'm finding out my own little types of music that I like, and I'm also finding out who everybody is listening to, like, the most popular stuff. And I'm, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I can't wait for the day that I'm actually able to come to the Caribbean and, and see and be around all of the people um, that I'm talking to and that can hear me on the airwaves live. And um, I can't wait for that day to happen. So we are still um, waiting on my guest. I would like to really get him on because he's trying to make ways to get on to the show. And um, I know you guys like my music. I know y'all like music, and I don't want to keep y'all bored um, while I'm on live because, I'm, you know, the show really isn't about me. The show is about my guests and, you know, showcasing other talent out there that you can follow and like. And um, I, that's what I want to do today. You know, I don't want to seem like I'm being put off and I don't want to turn the show into me. You know, my this is about featuring independent artists and getting their stuff out there. You know, Caribbean radio show is dedicated to um, trying to get Caribbean artists to get some recognition and to be able to shine and showcase their, their work and their um, talents because they don't always get you know, the they don't always get the credit for it. You know, a lot of people don't get credit for what they do. And and they work hard and they're just as passionate as people that are celebrities. So, you know, we want to keep people encouraged here. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to play a classic now. I heard that you are not Jamaican if you don't know this song. So I love this song and uh, I'm just going to let y'all enjoy it. We'll be right back. Move the one from your journal. Wind up your body, come away. Type of yellow. Tell you. Baby, this is what I'm I'm 
to me think out when me do me low dance So me not see a farm, me can't keep me distance Me have to tell yourself for instance Combine up your time, oh, man a dog yeah. It's long to live a life, banana Combine up your time, oh, man a dog yeah. It's long to live a life, banana And then you turn back with your girl, she don't want it Let me put it in a cafe, Santana Combine up your time, oh, man a dog yeah. It's long to live a life, banana Know some love you, please Come spend a lifetime with me Baby, baby, now please Nali, me nali, me nali You me wanting all my life, let's see You me wanting all my life, let's see Oh, said that in a nine month time
um, of Freaknik because they had the most they had the most celebrities in the city of Atlanta at the time, and they had the most people. And because it was the first year, they had no barricades, they had no limits, they had no rules. And I don't even think the city of Atlanta. Um, was ready for the flood of people that they got to come down there, but it was jam-packed. I'm talking about bumper to bumper. Every venue you went to, every restaurant you went to, every concert you went to, everywhere was packed in Atlanta, Georgia for 1994 Freak Nick. My personal experience, I drove down there with a, a car load of girlfriends. We got down there. We stayed with a mutual friend that was going to Clark, Atlanta at the time, and we piled up in his apartment, and we all went down there to the Freaknik. I went down to this place called the Underground. The Underground is a mall in downtown Atlanta off Peachtree. It is a mall that is underground. So you literally have to walk down all these stairs to get to the mall. Well, this particular day, we felt like a lot of people was rushing the mall because there was a celebrity in there. We had no idea who was in the mall, but we knew that everybody was running and rushing for something. Like they had to, they, they was trying to get down in that in that railroad to, to see somebody. So me and my girlfriends, we recognized that. We grabbed our cameras. We came outside. And at the time, let's see, you're talking about 1994, you know, phones was more of those like disposable. People would buy those disposable cameras that you could turn in, and then they would um, in turn turn that into your pictures. Well, I had a couple of those, you know, tried to get my pictures in. And I also had um, a new camera, which I didn't know how to work at the time, but we're walking downstairs. We are going into the underground mall. And as I'm opening up the door, Tupac Shakur walked through the door right in front of me. We met eye to eye, and I froze. Y'all hear me? <laughs> I froze like a statue. I sat there like that, like just pause. And I remember hearing in the background one of my girlfriends yell, B, take the picture. (laughs) But I was in a frozen state. I could not move. I literally was paralyzed. He looked me up and down and walked right past me like, like I must have been a crazy lady. So I think he probably assumed that I just, you know, was stuck, but he didn't have time to wait for me. So he kept kept it moving with his bodyguards and security and everybody else. While everybody run that, ran after him, I was still stuck. So that was one of my experiences for 1994, which was the most late year. The second experience was they had this um, this mall, and this mall is still prevalent. A lot of people in Atlanta go to the Lenox Mall. I'm at the Lenox Mall with my girlfriend. We walking through, cute little boy walks up to us with these business cards and said that they was having a party. So I'm like, okay. So I took the business card, looked at it and was like, oh, okay, this is dope. Mind you, this is 1994. Looked at the card. We said we was going to come to the room. The room was actually a hotel room that was right next to the Lenox Mall. Now, the Lenox Mall is over in a um, in a more, uh, it's kind of like in a suburb. So, you know, it's not right in the city. It's considered like one of the malls that all of the fancy stores, you know, are in like Gucci, you got Gucci in there, you got Louis Vuitton in there. Um, so it's that kind of a mall. And, um, 
I took the card. Me and my girlfriends went to the party, hung out. We didn't really know anybody, but, you know, we did see a guy walking around, had a towel on his head, dark-skinned guy, and it seemed like he had an assistant that just kept following him everywhere. We didn't think nothing of it, and we didn't even stay at the party that long. Come to find out that little boy that handed me the card was Usher. Usher was a little boy when I met him, handed me a card. That card read, bad boy, bad boy. Um, at that time, bad boy was not, uh, wasn't popular. And the room that I was in was P. Diddy's room. Didn't even know who P. Diddy was. At that time, he was going by, I don't know if he was going by P. Diddy at that time, but yeah, we was in his room. Didn't even know who he was. Um, chilling. And we was in and out. So that was one experience, 1994. I didn't realize those things until later, of course, at probably about seven or eight years old at the time. And, you know, not knowing that that was P. Diddy. So another story from 1993, I'm at a concert. I'm at Mo, uh, Mo Brown. Mo Brown is a, 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 a historical black college in Atlanta. Um, and there was a concert. Now, me and my girlfriends weaseled our way to the front of the stage, on the side of the stage where you can actually see the back venue of where everybody was at. We couldn't get back there, of course, because they had it barricaded, but we were able to wait there and kind of see. I um, locked eyes with Q-Tip, Q-Tip from Tribe Called Quest. Now, backtrack, a few months before we went to Freaknik, I had went to a Tribe Called Quest and a De La Soul concert. Well, when I was at that concert um, and I locked I was at that concert. I ended up meeting Q-Tip, and we, um, we we got a chance to hang out. He signed my Rolling Stone magazine. Um, he was super, super cool. Um, wasn't on no groupie stuff. I wasn't. I ain't, I ain't give no cakes. Q-Tip didn't smash or nothing like that. But we had a good time, and um, he wanted me to actually braid his hair. I couldn't braid his hair. So then we go back to the Freaknik, and we met eyes. He recognized me. He saw he waved me over. Security opened up the thing and let me and my girls backstage at the Morris Brown concert. So I got pictures with Tribe Called Quest, um, specifically Fife Dog, may he rest in peace, one of my favorite rappers, and I named my son after him. And also we saw Two Life Crew. We saw um, Two Short. Um, Fab Five Freddy was back there. Uh, so that was, that was the most lit uh, Freaknik experience for me. Um, I got to see a lot of celebrities, and and I think that there was no better year than 1994 for the Freaknik. But now everybody is losing their minds because this documentary is coming out, and a lot of people are afraid that they are going to be on that documentary. I mean, I understand. I, I, I totally get it. Like, I would – I the only reason why I don't have fear is because I know I wasn't pop-locking and dropping it and spreading my booty cheeks and dropping it hot. I just, I know, I know that for sure. I did not do that at the Freaknik. So I'm full confident that I am not on that documentary. Now, <laughs> for the people that are, I don't know what to tell y'all because, yeah, it, it just, I would hate to see somebody that I know. But, you know, I'm going to watch it now. I'm, a, I'm watching that documentary. I'm going to watch it just because I'm nosy and I got to see what's going on for myself. But, um, yeah, so with that being said, let me check on my guests. I don't know. If, if this doesn't work out and y'all can't meet my guest today, I'm definitely going to have to reschedule something with him because 
I really was excited about interviewing him and talking to him today just because of all the dope things that he has going on right now. It's just a lot of good stuff with him. And um, he's traveling all over. Last night he did a show in Ohio, and the crowd was lit. I was watching it online. So um, I would definitely love for you to meet him. I'm going to check just to see. Um, I'm going to put in the last last effort to try to get in. But we're going to go to a couple of songs while I'm doing that. And um, y'all go ahead and listen to this. Bing bong. Your life. Bing bong. Do you see these dogs in your front yard? Uh, just know upstairs I'm going hard. Bing bong. She and Bill. What you want to say to Joe Byron? What you really want to say to Joe Byron? Hey, it's really about to let the dog them come in. We stop jump or stop crawling. See your post set man very clean. Mommy house set man very mean. I saw we dog them a set them rolling. Money is for me, them strolling. Anywhere me set moon, get a set dog, them a set man, nothing else, get a set dog. Anywhere me go, me no broke for me now. Dog them fresh, me no broke for me now. Mommy yo set, me no broke for me now. Daddy care for me, me no broke for me now. Mouth can't sleep, me no broke for me now. Feet on the tile, lip, me no broke for me now. You know the other part, me not to explain it, what you want friend Crystal. Bang bing. bang bing, come down for your little song sing. Bro said he can't trust these girls no more cause she just wants to see the long thing. Show the fear fling, dang ding. We see a dog ping, pong, pong, ping. Me and a brown man did sweet, but me left him in a street car instead of wrong thing. Daddy no shoes, me not broke for me now. Pure name brand pun, no me skin, me not broke for me now. Turn up in a rich man shop, them say run, we check, we not broke for me. Hey girl, what you want, tell Joe Byron. Take time and don't stop whining. Belly up when I up sliding, no face, no case, but stop the grinding.
I'm telling y'all the wrong dang on number. I really would like some call-ins because it's looking like we're having a problem getting our guests on today. So if anybody wants to chime in or even just listen to the show, that's going to be 661-467-2407 here at the Caribbean Radio Show. This is Blog Talk. Uh, we are talking about um, the Freaknik, or at least I was talking about the Freaknik because we got this documentary coming out. But I want to give a shout-out to uh, Corey McGleachy, Corey McGleachy and the Descendants of the Truth. Um, he is a descendant of the um, historian and civil rights uh, leader movement, uh, Sojourner Truth. He is doing a lot of different things. Just made a children's book, um, and there is a movement, So Truth, that is going on right now. So be on the lookout for um, a lot of Sojourner Truth uh, information, a lot of um Documentaries coming out. I believe there's going to be a movie in regards to um, her and who she is. But, you know, if you don't know who Sojourner Truth, if you are a woman, you really should know who she is. Um, she is a very big part of our history as a woman. And uh, she was, she became really well known for the speech that she did um, called um, Aren't I a Woman? Ain't I a Woman? And the whole purpose of that speech was to say that, you know, back then, um, black women were not treated as women. They were treated as uh, property and slaves. They would do just as much hard work um, as the men would do. And also, you know, while doing the hard work that they did, they were still under scrutiny and being mistreated because they were women. So she is very famous for that. So shout out to Corey McGleachie. Um, he is the descendant of the Joiner Truth and um, is doing his thing. He's doing his thing. And with this children's book, I really just want people to become aware, become aware because you can't know who you are if you don't know where you came from. Our ancestors uh, built this country and um, contributed a lot. We've in invented almost everything that we use here on a daily basis, electricity, our phones, all of that stuff. If it wasn't for us, um, black people, we would not have these things available to us. We are the uh, we are the epitome of starting this country. I just don't I, I don't put it any other way. We built this country. Black folks built this country. Black and brown people have contributed to the growth of this country for forever. So you know, and we are the most mistreated people on the planet. You know, you see a lot of the the scrutiny going on with uh, transgendered people and them fighting for rights and getting so many rights. And like Dave Chappelle said, I am just really, really stumped by how well transgender movement is going. Like, <laughs> like they are, they are really winning out here. And for, you know, that community to win, which I have no problem with them. I think that they deserve rights and they deserve to live happy just like the rest of us. But, you know, because of their lifestyle, um, I think that they should be a little bit limited on what they're able to do. I think that a lot of other um, people and demographics are being looked over just because, you know, they are trying to establish this movement, you know, and not opposed to people putting together functions and events to fight for their rights as a person. You know, I, I get that. Um, however, to see them be so productive is kind of a kick in the stomach to, um, to to black people in general because we have been trying to 
uh, fight. We have been fighting for equality, and we are still the ones um, being shot unarmed, um, mistreated, and just general traffic stops and um, accosted on the streets. So it's, it's, it's a shame. That's why I said this world needs to start adopting, you know, a more positive attitude about things that are going on in the world because because it's, it's hard. You know, it's hard for a lot of people. So you want to chime in on that or even talk to me about it? Like I said, you know, you can you can call in. Um, that number, again, is going to be 661-467-2407. And that's the number just to chime in, listen to the show. Um, you can keep that uh, number, and every Friday from 12 to 2, you'll be able to call that number, you know, listen to the show, check me out, ask me some questions. I do have a um, Caribbean radio show, great radio show page that you can find on Facebook. And that page actually has a chat room. So even if you want to go in there, kind of chime in on what you uh, like about the show, what you may want to um, see me do or talk about, you know, I'm, I'm open to suggestions. Um, there are a lot of comedy platforms, uh, such as Comedy Hype and that sort of thing, where you can get your news. But I kind of want that to be my show. I want I want to be able to give you news here. It's all going to be comedy-related. So if it's not something to do with comedy, um, you know, if I don't branch off and talk about it, you know, it's usually because everybody else in the world is talking about it. So that's the reason why I try to talk about it. But my purpose of getting on this show was to – Kind to get, uh, well, not kind of, but to get people to learn about comedians that you don't always hear about. You hear about the Kevin Hart's, you know, you, you hear about the Ryan Davises or, you know, some of the comedians that are coming up that I hear about a lot. But you don't see the people that do this before. Um, uh, they don't see the people that do this before they actually become famous. So with that being said, you know, they had to start somewhere. You know, and, and all comedians start somewhere before the world actually gets to know them. Um, and um, that's that's what I'm trying to bring to the table. I'm trying to bring independent people that are just as funny, if not funnier, than some of the people that you pay money to see. Um, and they're, you know, they're, they're everywhere, everywhere I go. You know, this is a saturated field right now. Everybody wants to tell jokes with everything that's going on in the world. I think it is just um, for our it's food for our our spirit. Um, so these are just one of those, you know, those times. And, um, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead. It's, it's, it's starting a new hour. Um, this is our new hour. We are starting out. I'm going to play a few songs for you, and then I am going to get back on here and just kind of go through some of the things that's going on in the news as far as comedy. So we will be right back. I'm going to play another individual artist. This is actually a Malik Jordan. Again, you can find him on all platforms. Um, and uh, yeah, if you like it, you can, you can find him. That's uh, Malik. Malik means king. Um, if you didn't know that, um, and he is doing really well here locally. So um, wanted to give him some shine and allow his voice to be heard. So this song in particular is called U N I, and that is um, just the letter U, the letter N, and the letter I. Check them out. Yeah. Uh. M A L I Q. Check it. Yeah. Uh. 
Yeah. Uh. I'm understanding us is impossible. You and I, the model, tell a nigga colossal though. It seemed improbable when I was just a toddler. I don't know, but ever since I got to grow from all my seeds that I was sold. They saw I hope that I won't blow. They cowards go to probably die, so I won't. The devil wanna stop for souls, I won't sign, cause I know. I don't need his eye, I'm blessed to have both. Niggas talk behind my back, trying to step on my toes. Niggas lie, said they was met with stones. Niggas lying about their ventures, come on. I know it's speaking to existence, but overzealous it shows. I know I'm about to blow, got seconds to go. They reminiscing when I wept, cause I choked. I used to think I never. Never get better below. Now I breathe better from those. I can be better than those. I can see better, be me better for clones. Like a tea kettle, I'm heat metal to stove. I'll defeat rebels when seats settled on throne. Yeah, I know it's not impossible. Yeah, I know it's not improbable. I was told to stop, but not. I won't. I was told to stop, but not. You and yeah, I. I know it's not impossible. Yeah, I know it's not improbable. I was told to stop, but not. I won't. I was told to stop, but not. You and I. You and I. You and I, 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 yeah, you and I till I die. I coincide, but know I'm retrospective like golden eyes. Since hope is by me, I've been on a mission. I own a pride. I'm bound to make it like a bakery that some donuts might. Poet defined. I'm known to go over the lines. But so far from finished, I'm a Leo, so I leave without trying. I ain't repeat a crime. I've been in line. So great to see me shine. The latest in it, see me grind. They pay to be me fine. I'm major league with time. The pay by speaking kind. The race I sing inspires me to shake the streets of rhymes. I ain't depressed daily get signs. Know the future minds. I can prove it's science like it's new and flying. Letting loose the lion was they worst mistake since my birth was great but i heard it late ever since i searched for fate and found it now i circulate they regurgitate in a nervous state man they hurt but hey they can search like me they can search like me yeah i know it's not impossible yeah i know it's not improbable i was told to stop but not i won't i was told to stop but not you and yeah, I, I know it's not impossible yeah i know it's not improbable i was told to stop but not i won't i was told to stop but not you and i 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 like you understanding nothing impossible You and I, it's me and you, you understand, we can make it, by any means, do anything, uh, you and I.
Dave Chappelle, when Dave Chappelle had uh, went, when he went to Africa for 10 years and then he came back on the scene, he um, started going on tour. This was probably about maybe six years ago. He started going on tour and he came to my city. Now these tickets, they, 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 they sold like hotcakes. So by the time I was able to get online and get a ticket, all they had was individual tickets. And I was supposed to go with somebody, but we couldn't find um, two seats that went next to each other. So he had to buy a seat and I had to buy a seat. So we arrived at different times, but we were going to meet there. Well, when we got there, um, I bumped into a childhood friend. That childhood friend actually has a hand in the entertainment business. Um, and is very good friends with Dave Chappelle's DJ, DJ Trauma. Shout out to DJ Trauma. Um, they came and um, after the show, um, no, I'm telling the story too fast. So I'm a childhood friend. He asked me where I was sitting. I told him my seat. And he was like, do you want to sit up front with me? I'm with I'm with Dave and them. So I'm like, yeah, heck, heck yeah, I want to sit. They had an extra seat. I was able to sit right up front. Um, I was able to... Um, you know, get a couple of pictures because I was one of the only people that didn't have my phone retrieved. A lot of people had to retrieve their phones at that time because Dave didn't want people taking pictures or videos of any of his new material because this was his first time getting back on the road. So a lot of people were anticipating what he was going to talk about, you know, being away from the scene for so long. So he didn't want people recording it. So we had to turn in our phones, but I personally did not. So I did get a couple pictures of Dave, um, but I didn't compromise his set. So after the show, we were able to go backstage. I went backstage, and I met Dave Chappelle. And I hung out with Dave Chappelle. They had an afterwards, uh, after show party at this place called the Pyramid Scheme uh, here in my city. And I met them at the show, hung out with Dave at the show, had a couple of drinks. Him and Hannibal Barres took pictures. They, they had me on stage with them while the crowd was dancing. Like, it was – that is – probably my most memorable and most fun experience uh, since I've been doing comedy. But boy, when these local, these comedians or my coworker comedians, when they got word of that, a lot of them were livid. They were mad at your girl. They was mad at me because I was able to meet Dave. Like, you know, it, it happened so fast. I, I didn't know I was going to meet Dave. when I when I, I didn't know until I got there, you know. So I had only been two years in around that time, so I was a new comedian. And, boy, the comedians before me, they did not feel like I was worthy, honey. They did not want me to have any space with Dave Chappelle. But, you know, it happened. It was for me. You know, they always say, you know, I always tell people, I don't want what God has for you. I want what God has for me, and that experience was for me. So that's all I can say. Um, let's see, most embarrassing for me, I just did a show at the uh, House of Comedy um, at the Mall of America here here in the States. Um, in Minnesota, we have the world's biggest mall, and it's called Mall of America. The, the mall is ginormous. Um, I actually did a show there in February. Um, I featured for uh, five shows for a headliner, Isaiah Kelly. And when I was there and I was on stage, I almost tripped over the microphone cord right on stage during my set. <laughs> Only a couple of people saw it, but I definitely was embarrassed because I thought to myself, they probably think that I'm drunk up here. You know, <laughs> I hadn't even had any drinks, but I definitely almost, the good thing about it was I didn't, 
I didn't complete the fall. You know what I'm saying? Like if I would have completed the fall, it would have probably been more embarrassing. But you know, I can say that that was my my most embarrassing moment. Um, my favorite last minute gig, um, being in uh, the city that I'm in, they do a lot of um, a hosting for comedians, uh, bigger shows. You know, like so we got the Van Andel, we got the um, DeVos uh, Center or DeVos Theater. Um, we get the bigger the bigger acts that come into those venues. But for the comedians that are known and not famous, they circulated through this um, comedy company that was here. Um, the name of the comedy company was Full House Comedy. I don't think they're in business anymore, but at the time it was Full House Comedy. And um, they called me last minute to host the show. I had no idea who I was hosting for, but I was available. So I hurried up and, you know, threw on some clothes, got up to the venue, and the venue was packed, okay? I'm talking about, like, packed, packed. And um, when I get there, I'm sitting here looking around the room. I'm thinking to myself, who in the heck is is headlining? Because it's a lot of people in here. And this is a bar that I've gone to comedy concerts for, but didn't nearly see that many people there. So I knew that whoever this was was a very known comedian. Um, turn out, turns out it was Matt Bronner. Brent, Matt Bronger is, I might be saying his name wrong. He is a well-known comedian out of California. Um, and he does, uh, he does shows with uh, Comedy Central. Um, and he's done uh, quite a few um, shows on different, um, comedy platforms as far as like the, the, the venue. So like I said, the House of Comedy, that's a comedy venue platform. Um, so he's, he's done a lot of those. And if you look at his page, you see that he's constantly in rotation. So very well-known comedian. I didn't know him prior to this event, but um, I did check out a lot of his content and he is very, very funny. So it made sense to me um, once I did the show with him, why he has such a good following. But um, as far as last-minute gigs, I think that was my favorite one because I wasn't anticipating to see all those people there, and it was slapping with people. And I that was one of my best hosting um, shows just because the crowd was ready. They were, they were vibing out. They were having a good time, and it made a better time for me, you know, because they were having a good time. So, so yeah. <sighs> yeah, so... We're going to keep this show going, and I'm going to play a couple of more songs so that we can, you know, get through this show without our guest. I am so sorry that our guest was not able to get onto the show today, and he is pretty discouraged that he was not able to get into the show today. But that's all right. We're not looking at none of that negativity. We will do a redo with him and get him on this show when we are um, able to. But um, for right now, let's go to some music. God. Yo, a party time, I want the girl them there. <laughs> you ready? Sean got the bullets. When them know say all the girl them shift, watch out. Go for them. Yo, let's get you bunk. Start up the whip up, pre, make a run. Champagne a pop on the top, man, a stunt top tier, make a big jump. Make it jump, yo, then then. What a style, make a run. Skinny way, they ain't a feature of the ground. My pre, we sit down, let's get two chain and the six, them a thumb, but some mad. Go to the post from the toll and a yeah. getting million of money, you don't know no bang a fool Something with the friend and hold on my clothes and a yeah. rich, figure where you go right now Go to the post from the toll and a getting million of money, you don't know no bang a fool Something with the friend and hold on my clothes and a rich, rich, figure where you go right now 
punch. Sebi kayara man, y'all won't tell me mother she tell you the pan run. Move on, don't that you man around. Friend them no know ya, cause you quiet like a lamb. Cool man, them nobody that a sham. And you know you have your teeth if I'm rolling with the dan. Cowboy, aggression, on the wall. And nobody that's on the Christian, Diana Marian. Post with the post from the toll and a Getting million of money, you don't know a bang a piss. Suck me with the friend and hold on my clothes and a Rich, six figure where you go right now. To the post from the toll and a Getting million of money and a new bala Some more the friend of all of my clothes and a Yeah, which is which is six feet away boy I don't follow, don't bother Be a cashier and no other Rather, water, don't stand up Come on, send to us a long time Chop on the gang, clean out the man No fucks to say for this matter Me deem self
All of them are come Cause the whole of them want this baby I told you once and I told you twice That I am the girl them sugar Now the girls them a suck me And the girls them a rush me Because them a driving the beamer And the girls them flavor I'm, I'm no slaver I am the helper no helper And a girl just watch her I want to know her And listen when the DJ I say Slim Simmer Pass me the keys to my beamer Oh my The girls them sugar How can I make love to a fella in a rush? Pass me the keys to my truck. Oh my, the girls them luck. And I and I will make love to fresh up. Sim Sima, who got the keys to my Pima? Oh my, the girls them sugar. Jeez. Thank you. 
That was no games, no games. That's what I'm feeling like today, no games. But we playing games today because our guest was not able to get through. We've been working through this whole show trying to get our guest through. So we're going to do a redo with my guest. Um, We are going to have him back on once we figure out the proper channels for him to be able to connect in on the line. Because, you know, if we can't hear him, then you can't hear him. So, you know, I don't really want to you know, keep going back and forth. I've played a lot of music for y'all. Usually I don't even play this much music for a show, but I'm playing a lot of music just because, you know, I was trying to help my guests get through, but we're not going to fight that no more. We're not going to go back and forth. We are going to continue this show. I feel like y'all got to know me a little bit during this show just because I didn't have my guests on here. So I was kind of my own guest for this show, Um, (laughs) which is cool because I need to steal some of these opportunities to allow y'all to get to know me as your host. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm crazy. Y'all don't get to see my crazy side or just even being able to hear me talk that much unless I'm talking to somebody else. So for me to be able to get on here and um, kind of just talk to y'all about who I am, you know, I guess maybe that's, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm, I'm not even going to say it was a problem of him getting onto the show as much of it to be, this was your opportunity to get to know your girl. This was your opportunity to get to know Danny Redwine a little bit. So um, you know, if I wasn't doing comedy, you know, I don't, I really don't know what I would be doing. I, I was in the medical field for a really long time, uh, worked with skin, uh, which a lot of people don't know that that is the biggest organ on our body. You know, your your skin, it covers, it covers you from head to toe and the skin is an organ. Um, and a lot of people don't know that. So, you know, just a little fun fact, you know, your, your skin is actually an organ. So you got to treat your skin the way you treat the rest of your organs. Um, you know, make sure you use some of the, the moisturizing creams because we are dry, our hair is dry, our skin is dry. We have to moisturize, moisturize, moisturize. But the sun is our friend. I tell you what, this time of year I get a little bit browner just naturally because of the actual um, scenery, the, the, the seasons changing. So when the season changes, it's almost like my body adopts like a um, – adopts like a, a, a tan and also a better um, a better understanding of, or I wouldn't even say my body gets an understanding. It's more of like my body actually kind of conforms to uh, warmer weather. <laughs> if you will, my body likes warmer weather. So I'm, I'm just going to say that. I actually like it because I don't have to go to no tanning booth. My skin just tans right up and then my my hair turns like red, like a, like a, like a sandy uh, brown red. So that's just the way that my makeup is. Um, I'm actually um, getting some background noise here. So I'm going to go to a song real quick. This is my girl out of Chicago. Um, She uh, actually came out with this song, One Headlight. It is very, very funny. We are going to check out Miss Serena Monet. One headlight, one headlight, one one headlight, one headlight, she got one headlight, one headlight, she got one headlight, one headlight, she got one headlight, 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 one One headlight, uh-huh. one headlight, she got one headlight, one 
headlights, she got one headlight, one headlight, she got one headlight, one headlight. That's right, I pull up to the club, raising absolute hell, knowing good and damn well, I should probably be in jail. Nails and lashes, and I look like, swerving right, swerving left, with a Louisa in hell. And my tank ain't no gas, oh my flow is hella trash, all the lights on in the dash, I came to shake this an alligator chewing on some now and later. My friend said, trust all that noise. It's time for all the That was one headlight with Serena Monet. Uh, she is a very, very funny comedian out of um, Chicago. We talked to her last week, and um, she is the move. So that's another comedian to check out. I don't even want to give away too much information about the guest I was supposed to have because I'm going to invite him back on the show, y'all. Um, once we are able to make sure that we have all of our, you know, we've got all of our I's and cross all of our T's, we'll be able to get him onto the show because um, not having him on the show today has been kind of a disappointment for me, but we're going to make it happen. We're going to turn that negative into a positive. We're going to ask him to come back on the show, and we're going to redo this thing all over again. So uh, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx is a very, very, very popular comedian. Most people know Jamie Foxx from In Living Color and all of the movies that he's done. Um, but he originally started out as a stand-up. He is very, very talented. He plays a lot of instruments. He was uh, a singer, singer, uh, songwriter, and um, also a stand-up comedian. He had a bout with some sickness. I'm not for sure exactly what because everything is kind of quiet right now. Nobody's really talking about it, but we are asking for prayer um, for Jamie Foxx, the comedian, because he um, had some type of an episode that, um, rendered him um, in the hospital. So he had to go to the hospital and have some care. Um, so the whole comedy community is rallying around him right now. I'm sure he has a lot of support and love from his family. But we are his family, too, here at Caribbean Radio Show. We 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 love all of the, the comedians and all the people that contribute to the craft. So we want to um, send out all of our prayers and all of our thoughts to Jamie Foxx and his family uh, right now from from uh, from me and my family, the Caribbean radio show. Um, in other news, um, for things that I have actually coming up, um, I'm very excited to announce some of the things I'm going. I have I'm doing right now, and one of the things is um, I'm going to be on the Tubi movie. Yay! If I had some claps, I'd play the clap clip for you. But I'm doing my first Tubi movie. I'm actually going to be a main character in a um, a holiday comedic movie that is going to be on Tubi and a lot of other streaming platforms. So um, I got a script, y'all. I got a script. I'm going to be doing some acting, and um, I'm excited about it. I'm super excited about it. Not only am I doing this radio thing right now, I'm actually going to be getting on on the movie scene. Excited about that. Um, other things that I have going on, I'm going to be taking a trip to uh, Greenville, Greenville, South Carolina, 
Um, that's quite a ways from where I am now, so we're going to the south, y'all. I'm going to be performing four shows at the Comedy Zone, and that is going to be the weekend of April 21st through the 23rd. Um, I will be hosting for a, um, a headliner out of New York, so I'm very excited about that. Um, also, another big venue that I will be doing is the uh, House of Comedy. House of Comedy is um, going to be in Plano or Plano, not a T, Plano, P-L-A-N-O, Texas, and that is probably maybe 40 minutes from Dallas. I'm not for sure how far it is from Houston, but I'm doing five shows there at the House of Comedy, and that is going to be the weekend of May 11th. So, you know, if you have time or if you know people that are in the States that want to check me out, if they're in the Dallas area or in the South Carolina area, they can check out your girl, Danny Redwine. I'm going to be doing my thing. I'm opening up. I'm featuring for a, a comedian that's out of New York, um, and he lives in California, but his name is Isaiah Kelly. He's been on the scene for some time now, and he actually comes from a comedic family. You know, they comedic family actually means that there are quite a few comedians that are in your family that do comedy. Like, kind of like how the Wayans was. The Wayans is a comedic family. You had Sean, you had Marlon, you had Kim, you know, um, you had, uh, uh, I think even one of the cousins, Shantae. A lot of them, you know, do stand up or started out in stand up if they weren't writers or producers for the show. So, um, so he comes from a comedic family of stand-ups. So uh, his father, Gerald Kelly, um, was named one of New York's King of Comics back in the day. Um, uh, him, along with uh, Capone, uh, Rob Stapleton, and some other uh, well-known names. And uh, he has three sons, and those three sons uh, do stand-up, as well as I think the youngest one might be eight or nine years old right now, but but he's doing his thing, so I'm actually opening up for him. He is a headliner, and I'll be featuring for um, nine upcoming shows with him, so I'm excited about the movie and uh, doing stand-up. This radio thing is about to be, you know, what what I do. I actually like being on radio. Um, I've hosted quite a few shows, so hosting a radio show is it's, it's, it's similar, but it's different. You know what I mean? Because when you're a host for a show, you're actually on stage, and it's almost like you're doing your own set in between the comedians that you bring up. But for a radio, radio show like you see me doing now, things like this happen, and you have to make up for them. You have to kind of be quick on the draw, uh, you know, on your feet and ready to, you know, talk about things that you actually – wanted other people to talk about, but you have to use that space to make things happen. And a lot of times the host has to make things happen. The point of a host is to keep the show going. If anybody don't know what a host is, that's what a host is. A host keeps the show going. So when you uh, go to shows and the person that comes up in between all of the talent and the comedians or singers or whoever, they are supposed to keep you drawn in and they are supposed to bring up the next act. They are designed to keep the show going. That's what a host is all about. So that's what I am doing today. I don't have that much time with y'all anymore. Like, I'm getting down to the last few minutes, but I'm still happy that I was able to take this opportunity for y'all to get to know me as a comedian and for y'all to be able to um, kind of, you know, see who I am as a person because it's not that easy to um, do Hosting, it's not that easy to keep the show going. If, you're, if your talent doesn't show up and you got to wing it, 
you know, you got to be prepared for, you know, lumps and bumps. You got to be prepared to make up for those times that you fall short. Um, if someone's not able to come, if somebody's sick, um, that sort of thing. So that's what I'm doing today. I'm winging it. I didn't get to have my guests on today, and that's fine because I feel like I have plenty of things to talk about. While I'm speaking of that, you know, I've, I've been on TikTok. That's my way of getting to know a lot of the um, new people. Is is It's been real nice. Um, getting on TikTok to learn a lot of these comedians, and I'm a real big fan of I Am Julie Mango. So if you're on TikTok and you like to watch funny videos, uh, honorable mention to I Am Julie Mango. She is very, very funny. Um, Jamaican Princess 86 is very funny. Kim Berry J is very funny. Um, these are TikTok comedians that are actually doing their thing. They have a really big following. They've They've clearly been doing it for a while because – even on TikTok, it's hard to generate a consistent um, following, you know. So I, I think I think that it's awesome, especially for us women. You know, women are doing their things; they're taking over, especially in the the entertainment world and in the comedy world. You see a lot of women getting out there, putting themselves out there, and you know, being seen a lot more than than men are. So, um, yeah, and um, doing those shows, you know, you just never know what you're gonna get. You don't. You just don't know if you're going to get an audience that is going to receive you well or if you get an audience that not. And personally, for me, I actually like having a diverse crowd. You know, I like to have different ethnicities and different backgrounds in my crowd because, um, you know, it allows me to be able to showcase um, my life and, you know, somebody in that audience will be able to relate to. You know, I am a a, a black woman. However, I have uh, biracial children. And I, you know, know all too well how, you know, important it is to know your audience and, and know how to vibe with that audience, even when, you know, you, you think that you're not going to be able to make them laugh. You still got to get up there. You got to improv and, you know, not be afraid. Now, there are certain things I won't talk about on stage. I tell you that. Um, I'm not going to talk about anything that's going to allow anybody to run up on stage and attempt to slap me in my mouth, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I I don't really mess around with politics. I don't really do the LGBTQ uh, jokes or material. Um, I feel like it is too, sens- too sensitive, and I am not one to want to offend people. Like, the last thing that I want to do is, you know, have that come back on me. You know, I'm, it's not my job to judge. It's really not any of our jobs to judge. You know, it, at the end of the day, you know, you come into this world by yourself, you leave this world by yourself. So somebody, you know, once you leave this earth is going to judge you. So you got to be careful about what you do because the same thing that you could be saying about somebody else can can apply to you. So try your best not to judge everybody in a situation because you just never know what people are going through. And right now we all going through something. This whole world is going through something. It's like... It's like a, a, a mess. It's a shit show out there. So we got to keep positive attitudes. I think the only thing that really, like, inspires me um, as a comedian is other comedians and watching them. Um, because for me, I don't really – just my life in general is enough for me to come up with material. Like, you know, I'm a single woman. I'm a, a empty nester. Um, I am. I have older children. I'm pretty much on my own. Um uh, just that alone, I have enough material to, to gather that's going to be relatable. But um, 
I get inspired um, kind of spontaneously. I got jokes that if I hear something or see something, I might think of something funny. I'll just type it right into my phone or send myself a voice uh, memo in regards to what that um, that uh, that subject or idea is, and then I just run from that. So, um, But what drives me are my children. Um, you know, my children have watched me work all of my life. I'm actually now at a point in my life where I'm doing something that I enjoy. What I do doesn't feel like work, so it's something that I have a greater appreciation for. And, um, and you know, I, I love my kids. That's, that's just what it is. Um, I can't really say that I have um, favorite comedians, but every time that I get on this show, that's kind of one of the things that I like to do. I like to showcase um, or kind of highlight, you know, who that comedian admires. Because a lot of times, you know, with comedy, we, there's somebody that we have, watched all of our lives that we admire, like I admire Eddie Murphy, um, you know, so I can't really say. I have my top five probably would be um, most of the older comedians, the Red Foxes, the the Richard Pryors, Eddie Murphy, um, the one woman that inspired me, which who you don't hear about now is Marsha Warfield. Mar- Marsha Warfield um, is an older comedian. I think she was on a show. I can't think of what show she was on. Um, but she has been a stand-up for a long time. And back then when I was listening to comedy, you know, I tried to seek out more black women that did comedy. Marsha Warfield and Wanda Sykes by far um, were my two favorite female comedians um, as I was growing up. Um, now I can't even really say, like, I love Adele Givens. I love, um, I love um, what's the other one? I love Samora. I love uh, Sherry Shepard. Um, I love Cheryl Underwood. Cheryl Underwood is hilarious to me. Um, I can't even really put my – there's so many of us now, it was easier for you to narrow down who your favorites were, and I think my list is ongoing. I really do have a long list of women that I um, that I admire and I appreciate. So, so yeah, I can't even really say, you know. Um, as far as me and the categories that I offer to my comedians, I always, uh, I, I allow them to have their top five comedians or their top five rappers and why. Um, I can't even really tell y'all because, you know, you listen to rap now. Rap now is so different. I don't, my kids were like talking names. They were like name dropping all these different rappers that are out now. I did not know one name, child. Like, I did not know one name. And I, I, I really had to look up in the air and think to myself, oh my gosh, I've met I'm at this point in my life. I'm at this point in my life where I don't know who the artists are. I don't know the names of certain songs. And I definitely, most definitely don't know the lyrics. So I have no idea. I can't even rate that. But I can say most of the rappers that I like are old school. MC Light. Um, Let's see, Lauryn Hill, you know, because Lauryn Hill was a rapper before she actually came out with the classic um, misunder- miseducated um, album. So, you know, it's just, it's hard to say, you know, uh, who who I will put my stamp on. Missy Elliott, Missy Elliott, um, she is definitely one, and she's still out here, and I just saw her on Instagram, and Missy Elliott was looking good. And Missy Elliott came out when she first started. She was more heavy set. Um, you know, she took that whole Aaliyah, um, when Aaliyah passed, you know, she took that really hard. I think that had a big effect 
on her motivation and inspiration to do what she does, but she's still dope. Um, Missy Elliott cannot be denied um, in regards to what she's contributed to this craft. So I really do like her. Um, let me see. What else can I talk about for myself? Um, there's so many things, you know. Um, comedy is subjective, and a lot of people don't find the same humor. Um, I see a lot of people in comments under different comedians' posts that say, you know, I don't really think this is funny, and that's fine. Um, you may not think that everything that is meant to be funny is funny, and that's what is so beautiful about difference. Um, is that we are all allowed to um, like what we like and laugh at what what thinks that makes us laugh. Uh, we have a right to do those things. So, being that comedy is subjective, I I have people that don't think I'm that funny, but I know from performing and getting a whole room of people to stand up, rocking their chairs and clap and stand up for me. Um, I know that I'm funny. You know, I'm just not funny to everybody, and that's just the way that the cookie crumbles, y'all. There's nothing that you can do about that. So if you think somebody is funny, I think that's negative. I, I mean, to tell somebody that you don't think is funny, that's negative. Um, and today I've been trying to talk about things that are, you know, positive, and that's one of the – there's an instant, instance right there where you can change a negative into a positive and not even comment. If you don't think somebody's funny, I just scroll. You know, it's easier – for me to just scroll than it is to punch in the in the comment um, trying to make somebody feel a type of way about my opinion when really my opinion doesn't matter. So, you know, I just tell people try not to judge. Just try to accept people for who they are. We are all different for a reason. You know, if God made us all the same, we would be living in a pretty boring world right now. So I'm very happy um, that we do not, um, you know, have the same comedy. And, and have the same, you know, people to listen to and the same type of jokes. You know, that's why there's so many genres of comedy, just like there's a lot of genres of music. You know, just like we have reggae, rap, classic, R&B, um, whatever, you know, same with comedy. We have dark comedy, um, hacky comedy, um, uh, uh, comedy that is uh, geared towards a particular group of people, Asians, black people, um, LGBTQ. We have jokes about people losing loved ones, um, dark comedy. So there's just different types of genres of comedy, just like there is in music. And I think we, we kind of go through a lot of the same things, too, as far as, like, contracts and um, getting relationships going with other people. We face a lot of the same things that um, R&B or rap stars you know, have to face and deal with. We we, we have groupies too, uh, comedian groupies. There is a such thing. Um, there are people that come out specifically to link up with the comedian that they like. Um, so, you know, we share a lot of things in that regard as far as what we have to deal with on a daily basis, uh, dealing with people and the, the back scenes of it. And a lot of the same rappers and musicians, you'll kind of, hear about them having to go through those same things too so the struggle is real y'all the struggle is real you know and comedy is taking a shot right now you know people want to run up on stage and 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 slap us or discipline us for whatever reasons that they want to but I feel like you know a lot of people feel like they are entitled and that their opinion is more important than the the opinion of the masses 
and they act on those things. But I feel like it's pretty harsh. You know, comedians have to worry about being recognized in public, off the stage. You know, what if you get jumped on by something that you said a week ago on stage that was meant to be a joke and somebody really held it in their heart and, and took it to heart? So that's why I'm mindful of, of things that I say. There's just certain um, things that I won't tap into, and that's intentional. That's intentional. I do that because I don't want to offend anybody. I'm not perfect. I am going to make some mistakes, and I'm sure I'm going to say some things that not everybody likes. However, it's coming from my own perspective. It's not coming on to change the way that you think or change your opinion. This is just my take on how I received it and how I chose to to, um, respond to it. And I think that that's what a lot of us need to do, take time out and wait for the proper response before you just respond. Because I can go through IG and TikTok all day and just spew out negative comments all day. And and sometimes I do. Most of the times that I do, it's, it's because of watching law enforcement abuse their authority. Um, and I may have a comment on that. And that is something that is important to me because I have black sons. I cannot um, tell you how nervous I get for them to go to concerts or for them to even drive in their car every day just because of the rates that we see of unarmed black men being shot and killed. It's, it's alarming. It is very alarming. So, you know, I've, I've, I've said a mouthful and um, our show is going to be ending pretty soon. So what I am going to do is I'm going to play one more song. Um, and then I think I am going to, um, in the show out with a few things, let you guys know what you need to be checking out, uh, what is actually out there um, for you to do as far as comedy. And anywhere you are in the world, I'm going to tell you right now, you can search comedy wherever you are and you're going to find something to do, whether it be a concert, whether it be an open mic, whether it be a private event, comedy is all over the place. Take advantage of it, especially if you're going through something, because comedy really does something for the soul. You know, laughing, it, it triggers dopamines in our, in our, in our um, brain, which we need feel good every day about what we do. Um, and, and that's just the way that it is. I, I can't, it's, it's not my fault. I didn't make the rules. Don't shoot the messenger, but that's just the way that it is. So I'm going to take us to one more song and then, um, we are going to close out for the show. You can follow me on anything. I am on Facebook as far as the Caribbean radio show goes. Um, the Caribbean radio show, you can find, just Google us cause you'll be able to find out how you can, um, reach us. Um, your call-in number is always going to be the same. That's the 616-467-2407. That's the number that you can call in just to listen. So, if, you know, even if you're if you're in your car, um, I believe that there's a way to, to contact us. But we are um, changing a lot of things. We're changing a lot of things. Our studio is about to change. I probably will have sound effects one of these days. And then when I do get sound effects, watch out, y'all, because I'm going to cut up. I got the hand claps and the bum, 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 bum. You let me get a hold of them clips. <laughs> Your girl is going to go nuts, okay? I'm just going to let you know that right now. But let's go to one more song, and then I think I am just going to uh, kind of close things out for us. And um, and here we go. Shabam. 
in there. S and a H and a A double B and a A R A can A S. Always the best. It's up, mob. Do the jump, flag the flag. Yeah, fly the flag. Lot of mercy. People. Say my name a little louder. Hello, my name is Terry Fuck the Clouder. Three, three times for me, on the Clouder. Shabba, shabba, shabba. Oh, man. Say that little, little louder. Hello, my name is Terry Fuck the Clouder. Three, three times for me, on the Clouder. Shabba, shabba, shabba. Hey, hello, my name. Come to my name. Call out my name. Call out my name. Nasa facility, call out my name. Everybody want Shabba, not the same. People, hello, my name. Come to my name. Call out my name. Call out my name. Nasa facility, call out my name. Anytime. I'm in the middle of two cold places. Turn on the lever. He's a believer. Come call the paper. Follow the procedure. Me no rock him, but follow the leader. It does go jump off a fool, them shoulder. Chop off the med. With me, Craver. From Jamaica, right back to Geneva. Shabba rank in a two cold places. Shabba rank. Shabba rank. Shabba rings, shabba rings, eight gold rings like I'm shabba rings, four gold. 
That was Shaba Ranks, one of my favorite. You hear some Buster Rhymes in there. That is a remix of the Shaba Ranks song. I um, want to give you a little bit of shout out here. Um, come back next week, okay? I'm going to have a guest or, well, actually, it'll be on the road next week. So hopefully I can get a guest on here. Something happens. Something's going to work out. But um, in the meantime, this is every Friday. Every Friday from 12 to 2, you're going to get some um, feedback from comedians. You're gonna get a. You're gonna learn about somebody new that if you may want to check out and see when their shows are, that you can actually check out yourself. Some of these comedians do get on these Caribbean cruises, so you just never know who you may actually meet. Um, but I am your girl. I'm gonna be signing off here. I am Danny Redwine. You can find me on all platforms. I'm on Instagram, uh, Danny underscore Redwine. I'm on um, Snapchat, Danny underscore Redwine one. I am on Facebook as Danny Redwine. That is D A N Y R E D W I N E. Just like the wine that you drink, just like a, just like a Merlot or a Shiraz. You know, that's the kind of a, a wine that I am. So, check me out. I'm going to see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Y'all have a lovely weekend. <laughs>